0: Welcome to the Sageness Podcast, kings and queens. I am your host, my name is Leilani. For today's episode, we are going to be doing part two of our habit series. So today we are going to be talking about the process of changing habits. In part one, I talked about learning to replace a bad habit for a good one. But before we get to that point, we have to identify what that bad habit is, right? And we have to identify the process of that bad habit and identify the root of that habit. So for example, when I started my weight loss journey, I used to step on the scale daily. I decided I was gonna weigh myself daily and um, bad idea, because what that did was it discouraged me because i had which i didn't realize i had i had an unrealistic outlook of the time frame of when i should lose weight because i just started the process and you know i made little changes and i felt like well these little changes which to me were big changes should allow me to lose weight it should have me losing weight. And I would, um, yeah, I would step on the scale daily. And when I did not lose the weight, I got discouraged. Now, luckily in this process, I stuck to it, but I had to make changes surrounding that scale process, that stepping on the scale. I had to make changes around it, around that habit in order for me to be able to stick to my weight loss journey, right? And then the funny thing about it is, so what I did was I decided I wasn't gonna step on the scale daily anymore. I decided that that scale was not going to be the tell-all or be-all of my progress. So what I decided to do was step on the scale once a week. So every Saturday I would step on the scale. And then I started to develop a habit of binge eating because I would step on that scale and if I lost a pound, I was like, cool, it's Saturday and I can eat whatever the heck I want to eat because I lost a pound, right? And then what happened? I gained that pound right back. So I was essentially just working against myself because I I developed a habit of stepping on the scale on Saturday. If I step on that scale and I notice that I've lost weight, then I'm going to reward myself with whatever it was at the time that I decided to reward myself. Most of the time it was it was not Joe's. And um, then I would step on the scale next Saturday and the scale would show that I lost or gained. And um, most of the time it would show that I gained just depending on how that week was. So I started to get upset. Um, and from there I decided I wasn't going to step on the scale at all because I was able to identify the habit that I was forming. So I decided to back off the scale was not conducive to my weight loss. It was actually hindering my weight loss. And I was developing all these bad habits around that scale. Like that number on the scale dictated what I ate. That number on the scale dictated if I ate junk food. And it dictated if I didn't eat junk food. And so I wasn't living according to how I felt I should live. I was living according to the number on the scale. And so what I did was I traded my obsession with my scale to just listening to my body and giving my body what it needed. And what I mean by that is I would, um, of course I would use the mirror to see if I lost or, or gained. And then I would determine based off of how I looked and felt how I would eat for that day. And um, yeah, there are days I'm not going to lie where I go and I have a burger or whatever it is. I've, I'm feeling like eating, but I am more mindfully aware of basically what I eat because I'm not using the scale to make me mindful of that. I am using how I feel and using what I see in the mirror to make myself mindful of that. So I ended up trading that obsession for, you know, stepping on the scale for just listening to my body and giving my body what it needs. I also stopped letting the number on the scale control how I felt about my weight and how I felt about myself. And I replaced it with telling myself that it's okay with how I am and I am where I am at the point in my fitness journey that I am. And now when I'm asked what my weight goal is, I tell people I don't have a weight goal. Um My fitness goal, my weight goal is or what people would say my weight goal is, is basically how I look. Um, I used to have a very specific goal of what weight I wanted to be. And now I don't. I, I base that, whatever weight that I'm going to be at, I base it off of how I feel and how I look when I look in the mirror. And, you know, of course, I look in the mirror and I see things that I want to work on in the gym. And I work on those things and I refine whatever it is I'm trying to work on and whatever goal I have at that time. And I work on that sometimes I go in the gym and I decide I want to work on my abs all week and that's what I do and when I feel like my abs are getting stronger I'll start to work on my legs because sometimes it's not even about how it looks now I'm to the point where it's how I feel and when you go to the gym and you're going you know when you're starting your journey in the gym you can tell the difference in your um, strength and you can tell the difference in what you used to be able to do and what you can do as you're going through that process and so Instead of letting the scale determine what I was going to do, I based it off of how I felt. I based it off of what I look how I looked when I looked in the mirror. And there's days I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, I feel a little on the bloated side. so, I listen to my body and I say, what is it that my body needs? And and I go from there instead of stepping on that scale and then saying, okay, well, my scale said obviously my scale says I need to eat nothing but salad today and be miserable for a week or whatever it is. I stopped doing that. I replaced that habit with something else that's a little bit more healthier for me mentally and physically. And um, I make it a habit to not worry about what the scale says. I do still weigh myself just to try to gauge where I'm at. But if that scale has a number that I'm not too happy with I don't let that number define my process anymore I just say okay that's what the number says how I I still feel good I know what I want to work on and I'm still going to keep working on those things and slowly but surely of course the, the number on the scale has gone down but it doesn't define my process anymore I took away that habit of Allowing that scale to define my process, allowing that scale to dictate my process. I no longer allow the scale to do that. I do it by how I feel and what I see when I look in the mirror and what I want to work on. And I try to do it in that most healthiest way possible. And I still have my days where I will eat junk food. I still have my days. And it's not, you know, a whole day. But I've learned like, yeah, just because you step on the scale and you lose weight or just because I look in the mirror and I look a little skinnier doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and eat junk food all day. Like that's counters what I'm doing. It's It's the opposite of what I'm trying to accomplish. So when, um, you know, I even tried to develop a healthy habit around that thought process of, well, I look, you know, I feel good today. I look good today. I, f- you know, there's days when I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I look extra skinny today, <laughs> you know, and, you know, my thought process went now, as opposed to being on a scale is, okay, now let me keep moving forward from there. And it's not, well, I deserve a hamburger and I deserve a day of eating whatever I want to eat. I am very mindful now about what I put in my body because I know it's going to make me feel a certain type of way. And I'm very mindful of what I tell myself when I look in the mirror. I don't talk. I don't have negative talk when I look in the mirror. I do talk. I do look at myself and say, this is what I would like to improve, but I am happy that I have the capability to improve it. And I'm happy that I have the capability to even go to the gym and work on those things. So I just you know, I do want to improve certain things, but I try to do it in the most healthiest way possible so that I do not develop bad habits around it. And I do not develop these triggers that make me feel and think something otherwise about my process. Another thing that I did to keep myself from engaging in that habit is my scale is now under my bed. Like, It's a process to pull my scale out. Like my scale is no longer sitting in my bathroom where I can just step on it at any time or I used to have it in my closet. It's no longer there. I put it under my bed. And in order for me to weigh myself, I have to get on my hands and knees and pull my scale way out from underneath my bed and step on it. And so the likelihood of me doing that, especially if I'm on on my way out the door, is very rare. So I do weigh myself, like I said before, I weigh myself about maybe once a month, if even that. Sometimes the curiosity gets the best of me and I do weigh myself, but I do not allow it to define my process. So... I changed things about my process and I got rid of my triggers, which my trigger was that scale. I did not make that trigger so accessible to me so that I would step on it every day. I got rid of it and um, I put it in a place where it would be hard for me to get to so that I wouldn't do it. But once you identify the root of that habit, you have to go through the process of getting rid of whatever that trigger is, whatever triggers that habit. And we have to learn to create and to implement a new habit and a new process. Um, Another big thing that I found is the simplicity of our practices matter when we're trying to change a habit. Sometimes we make changes or we try to implement a process and Whatever it is that we're trying to change, we make it so complex that it makes it so hard to stick to it. Um, One of the biggest things for me that I used to do or tried to do was meal prep. I hate meal prepping. Like, I absolutely hate it. Like, I will do meal prep in the easiest way I can do it, but I absolutely hate it. And when I first started trying to lose weight, that was the first thing I did was meal prepped. And, and like I said, for some people, it might work for you. For me, it just doesn't. It just takes the wind out of my cells and makes me just want to eat whatever the heck I want. But um, <laughs> for some people, it works. And I admire those of you that can meal prep. I just can't because I have a big household and I already cook for my household. And to turn around and do meal prep, it's just, it's not fun. But I tried to do meal prep and I just got to the point where I was like, just forget this I'm not doing this like I'm just gonna eat whatever I want to eat and I will try to eat healthy and leave it at that and so I made that process of changing my habits and changing the way I ate so hard by meal prepping by doing something I absolutely hated to do that I didn't stick to it I just gave up I was like I'm not going to do this You know, changing a habit is hard in itself, so why make it harder than it has to be by implementing something that's so complex and so hard for you to do that you don't stick to it? The best thing that you can do is to keep the change as simple as possible. Um, And once you acclimate yourself to that practice, refine it and refine it until it gets you to the place you want to be. And you can continue to expand and grow from there, right? You can continue to refine that process till it gets you to where you want to be. Sometimes like there's things that other people can do like that, that some people have to go through the process. You know, I talked about in one episode how I changed from eating meat to being vegetarian. And for me, I had to do it in, in waves. I couldn't just say, okay, I'm gonna give up meat and do a cold turkey. I've seen where people have done it cold turkey and they stick to it and it's a lifelong change. And for me, I couldn't do that. I've tried it a couple of times and I tried to just say, okay, I'm gonna give up meat and I couldn't do it. I always went back to, to, to eating meat because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what to replace my meat with in order to feel like I was eating. Eating a wholesome meal, you know? So I had to do it in waves in order for me to stick to it. And um, for me, I realized a lot of the processes that I go through, a lot of the practices that I implement, I have to do it one step at a time and I have to make it as simple as possible. And I used to make things so complex, so hard. And because I thought like, this is the best way to do it. Like I talk about with the meal prep, I would spend like a whole day meal prepping and I was miserable. By the end of it, I was miserable. Yeah, my meal prep was done, but I was miserable. And I just was like, I don't wanna do this. After the first week of meal prep, I was over it. And I went back to eating how I was eating and I didn't like pick the practice back up or try to make something a practice. I I just didn't, you know, that was a habit I didn't want to implement. And so um, sometimes we have to realize like, yeah, we have to go through it little by little. And now I'm at the place where because I'm really secure in what I eat, like I know how to make vegetarian meals and vegan meals for myself. I am actually in the process of doing meal prep for breakfast. And the only reason why I'm doing this and I only do it for breakfast so far, I'm only going to do it for breakfast is because I am infamous for not eating breakfast in the morning and I that takes a toll on my body and I can feel it especially when I go to the gym. So I have I I've gotten to a place in my journey where I realized I have to implement some type of meal prep or have things readily available for me to eat in order to have breakfast in the morning because when I don't have that breakfast my body like it's I get headaches um it's just bad I, I like I can feel the different stages I get really bad headaches sometimes I, I get shakes because my body's asking for nutrition and I'm not giving it to my body so I decided that I'm going to find quick and easy meal preps. And actually, I posted one on my Instagram a couple weeks back um, of just my simple breakfast meal prep that I decided to do. And this was my first one that I did and it worked out really well. Like it, it worked out for me. I It didn't take a whole day for me to meal prep. It was something I did really quick. I did it actually while I was making my breakfast. So now like on my days off, when I make breakfast, I'm going to try to implement meal prep and hopefully that meal prep for breakfast would be you know would carry me through a couple of weeks and then I will be able to make sure I get the nutrition I need and then I also started implementing things like just eating fruit like something so simple like it's not grab an apple grab an orange you know what I mean if I really need that breakfast or getting in the habit of making a protein shake before I walk out the door because sometimes it's hard you know especially as mothers you, we have kids that we have to get off to school in the morning and we have our morning routine. And sometimes it's hard to think about ourselves. But because I work out of the gym, I have to, I have to do these things because then I wouldn't be taking care of myself, right? So I had to learn and make little changes to even implement that breakfast meal prep, you know? And I decided that there's a certain day I will do it and I will try to do it for two weeks. That way, if I run out before the two weeks, at least i'll be able to have like backup plans i don't know some fruit or sometimes i'll even eat like edamame for breakfast because it's high in protein or whatever it you know and it does a lot for my body and something as simple as that is is enough for me and and our protein shake or a protein bar but um you know i make little strides and in changing habits, little processes. But I notice for myself, in order to change those habits, I have to make it as simple as possible in the beginning and go through the process. And it's funny because when I make those changes and I talk to people about the changes that I've made, they're like, how do you do that? How do you get up in the morning and do that? How do you do this? How do you do that? And let me tell you, it's a practice. Like I always say, it is a practice. And it's not something I'm not superwoman. I like yeah, I have to go through my practice and my processes to understand what works and what doesn't. And I do it on a much smaller scale so that it is attainable for me and so that I can develop a habit around it so that I can stick to it. Basically, in my process, I have realized that our success in life is almost 100 percent based off of our thought process and our habits that we create due to that thought process and that mindset. Um, I found a quote on Instagram that said, people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. And that quotes by F.M. Alexander. And I started to realize that my habits affected so much of my life, of my marriage, my relationship with my kids, and even like my career goals that I knew I needed to make a shift and start to empower myself and to be better for myself and the people that I love. Another important aspect, if not the most important, is to be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. If you make a mistake, it's OK and it will be OK. Um, understand that mistakes are always will always be a part of your process. It'll it's always going to be a part of your learning process when you're trying to do anything. And always 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 learn to celebrate the little victories. Learn to celebrate all those little victories that you make because sometimes I know for me, I get so focused on the end goal that I don't celebrate my victories and when I don't celebrate my victories, I don't give that process that I went through and the point in time that I'm at any validation. You're not validating your process. You're not giving your process validation and and the things you've accomplished. Even though you're not at your goal, that's okay. Like that doesn't matter because you want to continue through your process and continue refining your process to get to whatever goal you're trying to achieve and you won't do that until you start making those little strides towards that goal to change that habit or to implement a new one if you do not celebrate the little victories if you you know if you change a habit if you've changed something you've been struggling with Give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself that validation, validate it and celebrate it and move forward because they are all a part of a bigger bigger victory, right? Everything that we're trying to accomplish, whatever that end goal is, it matters, But so does the journey. The the journey matters, if not more, than that end goal. Because once we meet that destination or get to that goal, we're going to elevate from there and continue on in our journey. So you always have to celebrate your journey. You always have to celebrate the little victories. And if you master a habit, if you change something in your life that you've been doing for long periods of time, that is something to celebrate. Because let me tell you, Many people don't ever change any of their habits that they want to change. They don't take the time to do it. And it's not because they don't want to. Sometimes it's because they don't know how to. It could be because they don't believe in themselves enough. And um, sometimes they don't realize the process behind it um, because we as human beings want the end result. We don't want to work for it to be honest, like there's times when I, when I look at what I'm trying to accomplish and I say, well, I just want to be there already. Like, you know, we, when I'm driving on a long drive, I just want to be there already. I don't want to have to go through traffic. I don't want to have to go through figuring out my way. I just want to be there, you know? And so sometimes we don't understand that. We don't, there's people that don't understand that and they have to you know, Some people understand it much later in their journey. Some people understand it at an earlier age, but that's all part of their journey and part of their process that they have to learn. And so when you change a habit, you have to understand how, how incredible that is and you have to give that validation and you have to celebrate it and acknowledge it and honor it and move forward from there. So in the next episode, we are going to be covering part three of our habit series, and we are going to be talking about the emotional process of habit changing. And one thing I want to put out there is I'm not a doctor. I am not like a psychologist by any means. All Everything that I put on my podcast is basically things that I've learned going through my processes, things that I've learned in my journey to better my life and to get me to the place that I want to be in my life. Um, so all these topics that I cover, I'm not an expert in these topics. I have just simply come to the realization of things in my life, and I share them with you guys. And so I don't want anything anybody to anybody get on here and think like I'm trying to give out psychological or counseling advice. If like I've said before in previous episodes, if there's anything that you're going through in your life, by all means, seek professional help. But I just simply feel like when we learn things in our journey, it is our obligation to shine our light and share them with others. And that is why I talk about these topics on my show. So um, like I said, if you are going through something personal or if you're going through something in your life, I always encourage, I would encourage anybody to seek the help that you need professional otherwise to go through your processes. And if that's what you need to do to get you to the next level in your life, do it. But I feel like me putting this podcast on and sharing the things that I've gone through and the things that I've learned, it is a help and a tool for other people to You know get to the next journey or get get to help them through their journeys because i feel like if we all shared what we knew and we all helped other people elevate in their lives you know it would there would be so many people out here that would be happier and have an abundant life and i feel like being on this earth that is what we're put here to do we are put here to help others to love others to love ourselves and to be of service to other people So with that being said, until our next episode, kings and queens, keep growing, keep loving, and live in your safety.